episode 42 of the WMT podcast. Back at it. Uh, we have a reoccurring guest today. We're, uh, we're welcoming Chatham Morgan Councilman back Morgan. to it. Councilman Morgan. Yeah, I need he to address that. him properly. But, uh, man, I really enjoy having him on because there's a lot of things that I don't understand. And in order to really, you know, to be a member of the community and to try to, you know, take up causes that I think are noble and, and to really understand what's going on, I think it really helps to get some people in here. So I, I really enjoy having guests, especially at, at such a local level, which a lot of this podcast is, um, having guys like Chatham and, and Parker in here. So a lot of you can really, you know, as well as myself can understand what's going on so we can be informed on a lot of these issues, uh, rather than just seeing smear campaigns on Facebook, um, that, that I think are about to pick back up as well. So, Shane, what you got, man? Uh, nothing, man. I, I, like I said, he, he, he always brings in uh, light to these issues that some of them I had no idea that that was even a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, before, yeah, we all got those things in the mail about the full power, but, you know, him actually coming in, explaining it, giving him form where he's not being yelled at or berated by, you know, crazies. Yeah. He can just get it all out there. No, I like it, man. Well, and I just know how busy of a how busy of a, a person he is as well so i definitely appreciate him giving up some of his time to come on our come on our little podcast to to discuss some things hopefully it gets to the community yeah. you guys hear it he said he said uh he, last time he was on it helped him out uh, good brought some information that, that, that made me feel good Did yeah make you feel good well, yeah a little bit man feels good Big things happening on the Wim T yeah, podcast, man. bro. We're, we're about, changing, changing we're, lives. What do, what, do, what do rappers say? Like when they're, I know like five years ago, it was like, we're about to blow up. Like what's the new thing? Shut what's up. the term for like blowing up now? Kaepernicking? We're about to Kaepernick this shit. Just do it, dude. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, loved having, love having Chatham on here. And I think there's a Wim T exclusive within this episode. You all be privy to some information, which I don't yeah. know that anyone else uh, aside from close family members are. So uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, please, please enjoy listening to a Wimpty veteran now, Chatham Morgan. All right, WMT Podcast, episode 42. We have Chatham Morgan back with us, man. We had such a, out of any of the response that we've had from many of the podcasts so far, I think, whether positive or negative, or, or really, if you don't even have to, you know, put them in either one of those categories, it was the first time we had you on, man, so I appreciate you coming back, dude. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, well, you know, we talked a couple times about maybe doing this quarterly or something, just because, as we just discussed, even, you know, a lot of the issues that we're dealing with, I... I don't understand, sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. and I try to, you yeah. know, I try to be involved. I try to understand, uh, thing, things of that nature. So that's, I, I really enjoy having you in here yeah. doing this with us, man, to try to shed some light on a lot of this. Sure. So I'll let you start, man. Let's, let's, uh, yeah. Most important <clears throat> things first, man. So we, uh, we had a long city council meeting last night, um, till about 10 PM, uh, it's five hours. We, we covered a lot of stuff. Uh, probably the things that stood out. Um, we are getting down to crunch time with Gulf Power on renewing our franchise with them, or we're going to have to decide to exercise our option to purchase a utility, uh, issue municipal bonds to fund that, 
and then figure out if we're going to resell it to a lower cost provider because they are still uh, if not the most one of the most expensive energy companies in this state uh, and they're not really negotiating in good faith uh, with the city of Destin um, it's not a negotiation if they're getting everything they want and and that's pretty much where they are right now so and when I say they're not negotiating in good faith you saw the smear campaign they ran against me against mm-hmm. the city are they present at your meetings Is there uh, a representative? usually yeah. they weren't last night they were okay. conspicuously absent Okay. Um, and, and I think that's because at our meeting next week, uh, things will probably get heated. Mm-hmm. I, I would assume that lobbyist from D.C. is going to kind of kick it up again. Uh, I'm sure we'll be seeing stuff from him in the next couple of days. How does that make you feel at this point? Probably don't give a shit anymore, right? No. I mean, no. I, I think it, it, it frustrates me. I, they're not going to persuade me. But I think it frustrates me because he is pretty effective, and and I think there's a large part of the city of Destin that would they'll get a mailer and or a Facebook ad or um, you know a postcard in, in their mailbox, and you know it it it's what they want to hear. You know we're crooks, we're corrupt, uh, we're making bad decisions, we're wasting taxpayer dollars. Uh, so let's express this outrage without mm-hmm. doing any more. So, so they're literally forming their opinions without talking to me or any one of the other council members who are very accessible. Uh, so they'll form their opinion based on a postcard and, and they won't come off those positions. Mm-hmm. And so that, that's, that's, I'm anticipating a lot of uh, public outcry that's not really genuine. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's based on a Facebook post mm-hmm. or a postcard that, yeah. that's been deliberately designed to mislead the very people that are developing this outrage. So that that's <clears throat> yeah, that's from a company that's over a thousand miles away from us. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep, family businesses for affordable energy, which is representing one of the most expensive companies in the state of Florida. So yeah. it's not really affordable. But we'll see that um, in next week, and then we have another meeting scheduled the week after that, because like I said, it is crunch time. Uh, our option to purchase will expire uh, next month, and if we let it expire, we're pretty screwed. If you let it expire, you mean, okay, if you let it expire, we're pretty screwed, meaning that after that, Golf Power just has, it's same old, same old. There, there's no negotiation anymore. We there's lose. no options for yeah. other providers. Yeah, we there's no option to purchase it back from them. Exactly. It's all gone. Yeah, it's basic, we, we basically starting a new twenty-year contract or something. Or yeah, but but we'd remove all leverage so yeah. they could dictate all the terms yeah, of the com- contract, and we'd have no uh, recourse against them. Um, so that's going on next week. I think we'll see a lot more in terms of where Gulf Power stands and the. Eleventh hour, are they going to begin negotiating in good good faith? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't. My, I don't have high hopes for that. Yeah. But if they do, we'll seriously consider the offer, the counter offer. And if they don't, I, I think the council probably has the gumption to say, you know what, go kick rocks. Yeah. And we're going to do this thing despite the public outrage. I mean, look at the election we just went through. Look at the smear campaigns we've already gone through. Uh, that were paid for by Gulf Power, mm. if it hasn't deterred us yet, you know, and, and I do think since I did this podcast last time, uh, 
and just the constant inundation of of that information i think people are finally starting to catch on and, yeah. and become kind of disenchanted with gulf power yeah well i hope i hope maybe we played the tiniest little part in that in uh in getting your word out yeah, to you, man. so you, i definitely appreciate Yeah, that. y'all did after that podcast i had a lot of people tell me that i you know that it had helped change their minds about the gulf power situation great great man. so cool um so if you had to if you had to guess right now what, what would you say is going to happen i would it's hard to say like, I mean, what are you feeling if, if they send a counter offer because uh, this is a big deal i feel like this is a big deal right it is this is the most pressing issue right now for sure yeah um if they in their counter offer negotiate in good faith and give us good terms in terms of uh, undergrounding and and protecting us from future rate increases uh, and, and play ball with us it's an incredibly valuable franchise then i would consider approving it and staying with gulf power um but if they continue down this road of negotiating in bad faith, then uh, I, I'll certainly vote to exercise our purchase option. Yeah. Do you think the uh, you think the rest of the council is on the same page? The indication I got last night at the meeting yeah. was that we're done. Okay. You know. So right. so hopefully they come to us with a good offer. If not, I, I think we've probably got the votes on the council to exercise the option and get the ball rolling. Yeah. Well, cool. That'll be cool to that'll be cool to see, man. Yeah. So, uh, well, I look forward to seeing your picture all over my feet again here shortly sure, once I they know. decide. To, I know. At least it was a decent picture. So. <laughs> man. So, uh, so what next, man? What, what else? What else are we dealing with? I, I do have a question. I don't know if you want to address that now, if that fits in. Sure. Yeah, but I let some people know before you were coming in here um, you know, that, that you're going to be my guest, and if they had any questions, to go ahead and send them out so the, f- the first question i have is from a an inconspicuous name here eddie morgan yep. <laughs> um, wants to know how many heisman's tool will win uh five yeah <laughs> <laughs> all the heisman's yeah all the heisman's yeah uh that's probably i mean that's definitely got to be the favorite right now by far right like I mean, we like if you're betting in Vegas, can you see if there's Vegas odds on the Heisman right Heisman, now, Shane? We yeah. Won. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be. He's it's gotta be almost like two to one. Yeah, right? Jalen Hurts was. I mean, I've watched him win 26 games with mm-hmm. Alabama. Yeah, and I am a big Alabama fan, so I, I've got a the the guy's endearing to me. But you know, I think it's pretty obvious that he was, you know, to as a but better quarterback. Yeah, um, absolutely. Jalen uh, Hurts is a game manager. He is, for sure. Don't make mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Just get in there and let let the athletes around you make the plays. I'm not an Alabama fan at all, man, but if I if I could pick a coach, I, I'm saving the best, man. It, yeah. it, it doesn't get better. I, I think he has a – a lot of people diss him for his attitude. Sure. And I think it's great. I yeah. love the way he handles – a lot of those situations. Yeah, people always say Saban is an asshole, and I respond that at least he's our asshole. Yeah, so. <laughs> I like him. Yeah. I like Saban. And, and Alabama football, you know, it's a big juxtaposition to have. Uh, you know, I always say, uh, thank God that the state of Alabama, whether it's Auburn one year or Alabama for the past several years, is number one in football because the state's 49th and everything else. Dude, we had this conversation last night actually about how <laughs> when you look at uh, teen birth rates, literacy rates, yep. education system, 
uh, poverty, sure. all of that that you find, and the way that these states overwhelmingly vote, yep. you find Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi, and Kentucky all 45, 46, 47, 48. You'll see New Mexico in all those stats as well. But aside sure. from that, it's just kind of it's all but also those states all if you look at church attendance it's like one two three four yeah, and sure. five yeah. <laughs> into the amount of people that attend church it's wild man roll time <laughs> Jesus Christ. but that's right your fam I, I forget about that all the time man your your family's like famous in alabama basically yeah yeah there there's a duality to the yeah southern thing and that's kind of coined by the drive-by truckers but um there's some really bright spots whether it's you know there's some incredible writers musicians chefs uh artists uh politicians that have there's some really bad one politicians too that have come out of the south but um there, there's some great things that come out mm-hmm. of the deep south yeah. um alabama football um, <laughs> <laughs> well food but yeah I'm yeah sure, it's man. not you it's know not we, we might be the state of Alabama might be hovering around 49th, 50th in a lot of categories, but there are some wonderful things about the state. They got white sauce, dude. They do have white sauce. That's right. Archibald's great barbecue. Um, Dreamland. We talked about that. Are you are you a Dreamland guy? I I used to be, and and they sold out to, um, you know, they're now corporate. Uh, and, and the lady Jeanette from Dreamland used to set up and sell ribs at Harbor Docks every Memorial Day back in the 90s. Uh, so I grew up eating there with the original owners, and they sold out, I think, late 90s. And, and then there was kind of a shift for me more towards Archibald's Barbecue in Tuscaloosa. Okay. Um, and, and I think a lot of people probably shifted once Dreamland sold out. Yeah. Still love their sauce. Damn. Yeah, it's good stuff, man, <laughs> for sure. Um, man, the next question that we had. Did you give me a, uh, the odds on two? I, don't have, I can't find them, man. I don't know. They're good. Come on, man. Get better they're, at Googling, bro. They're in his favor. We got the... I, I, there's there's got to be odds. Anyway, the, he's got to be number one by far. Um, okay, this is uh, from our friend Nate Pierce. His question is, assuming the alcohol ordinance was introduced considering public safety, what, if any, additional regulations is the council looking at introducing a Crab Island? Uh, I asked because of the multiple drownings on Crab Island this summer. Are they looking to regulate boating requirements on rentals or other safety-related items? So that's kind of a two-part uh, question. One, one, uh, it wasn't an ordinance. We haven't passed any ordinances pertaining to Crab Island. Uh, we passed a resolution, which is non-binding and, and has no... Um, uh, legal standing to the county to ask the county to regulate Crab Island. Uh, the city of Destin does not have regulatory authority over Crab Island. It's actually under the jurisdiction of Gulf Islands National Seashore, which is the federal department of the interior, which Matt Gates got uh, to cede their jurisdictional authority, their legit, um, their regulatory authority to the county. Uh, so we're trying to build a better relationship with Okaloosa County. We have done some things that they have asked us to do, support the half cent sales tax, a um, couple other things. We're trying to rebuild our relationship with them. And so we sent our, they asked for our input on Crab Island since it's really a Destin issue more so than it's an Okaloosa County issue. Uh, and they pretty much adopted um, 
adopted our resolution, and so they're legislating Crab Island, they're regulating Crab Island. Um, personally, if it was me, um, I, I would uh, prefer not to see any businesses out there, any commercial activity. Uh, it's public land. Um, you know, as much as I would like to set uh, set up a beer bar, tiki bar at Calhoun Park in the summer, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish I could rent jet skis and pontoons from Noriega Point, um, rent-free, tax-free, but you can't do it. It's public land, and I believe public land should be preserved and um, uh, for the public, um, not to be exploited for, for private prop- profit. That's what private property is for. Um, so alcohol. So, so basically to answer the first part of that question, you really aren't going to do shit because it's the county we, who's in control of that. Now they are working with you to help adopt some policies. Sure. So. Yeah. And, and they've adopted our resolution that we sent them. Uh, so yeah, we did have a hand in regulating it, even though the final vote wasn't ours. Um, and again, I've, I've made no qualms about where I stand on the issue, uh, in terms of, um, the distribution of alcohol on Crab Island by the floating businesses, um, you know, they don't hold liquor licenses. Um, and so they, you know, you go and you buy Coke for $12 and they offer you Jack Daniels for free. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't do that. You know, I've paid $9,000 this year in taxes to keep my alcohol licenses current at my restaurants. Mm -hmm. Why should I do that if I can just, you know, uh, abuse this loophole that allows me to sell the mixer and give away the alcohol for free. Yeah. Um, so it's an unregulated, unlicensed distribution of alcohol. It's like how I used to buy tickets for football games. Sure. You, you yeah. know, I'd be like, I'm buying this pencil from you. Yeah. For a hundred and fifty dollars, yeah. <laughs> and with this pencil, you're going to give me that that ticket to get into yeah. Dope, Dope Campbell or you sure. know, sure. Wherever, and, swamp. And, and, and so. I don't think that alcohol is directly attributed to um, the alcohol the businesses are selling. I don't think that's directly attributed to the drownings at Crab Island. I think the drownings at Crab Island are attributed to the uh, explosion of popularity in Crab Island and the explosion in accessibility to Crab Island Mm -hmm. that you've seen Mm -hmm. from the jet ski companies, the rental pontoon companies. And, uh, and people who don't understand that water moves. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. And, so. Um, and, and so to answer the second part of that question about, I think it was what steps is the city going to take to regulate the, the um, vessels that go to Crab Island, um, you know, and, and in terms of safety, we do have some control over the pontoon rental company. That's what I was going to say, because that, that is more of a direct city issue, because those are businesses that are functioning on land in Destin, correct? Yes. So, um, And it's tricky. It's uh, You basically have a incredible amount of completely unexperienced boaters navigating the waters that are less than a mile from one of the most dangerous passes in the state of Florida, the East Pass. Mm. Um, it's a recipe for disaster. You mix it in with the culture of, of the party culture of Crab Island, and now all of a sudden you have a big portion of those completely inexperienced boaters uh, are now drunk. And, uh, and they don't have a respect for the East Pass and the Gulf of Mexico that probably locals have. Mm-hmm. 
and that people who uh, have been coming here a long time. Uh, we have a lot of first-time tourists, and a lot of their questions are, how can we get to Crab Island? Uh, that's what they want to do. That's where they want to go. But at the same time, it's a really dangerous place. And so, you know, I don't, I don't know what the city can do in terms of reining in the pontoon rental companies, um, the jet ski companies. Um, but it's a real issue. Yeah. And it's not going to get any better. Um, you know, I think we'll have, unfortunately, probably, you know, we'll have drownings next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think their season's pretty much over. Uh, but it, it's 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 a bad situation. Yeah, it's amazing how, um, just how crazy it is out there. Because I'll I'll go. My my wife's family has a, a condo right across the bridge, not across from the the big one. Yeah. Um, and we'll sit out there at the pool, and I can only handle about forty five minutes of it because I just my nervousness gets a hold of it. Like I'm looking out there and just seeing yeah. so many people doing so much stupid shit and that water is just rushing out. Yeah, it is. And, yeah. and I'm just like, Oh man, someone's about to die. I got to get yeah. out of here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I can't be around here. And it, and I, we rented a pontoon boat a couple of weeks ago from my dad's, uh, from my dad's birthday and went out there and you do, man, you see so many people just doing, yeah. ridiculously dumb stuff just cause they have zero, you're right. Just a level of inexperience. They, they don't understand how, how dangerous that water is when it starts moving out. And, uh, yeah, man, unfortunately, I don't know that there's much that the city could do about that either, right? I mean, would show them a longer video before they yeah, run the pontoon no, boat? You know, um, you know we, there's ways around it, but I, I think most of them would absolutely kill the, the pontoon uh, businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so you have to... Um, you, it's difficult. I... Honestly, I don't, I don't have the answers, but, um, you know, like I said, it's, it's going to continue to get more popular and, and there's going to be more accidents out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, our, our, our numbers from the sheriff's office are up exponentially in terms of rescues, um, yeah. BUIs, no wake violations. Uh, I'm in the harbor every day in April. Kobe efficient and on my way back in daily you have people violating the no wake signs um just acting like general assholes out mm-hmm. there and uh and it's a daily occurrence and it's just that that speaks to um the fact of, of how many inexperienced boaters there are out there mm-hmm. and it's really it's a dangerous uh combination inexperienced boaters alcohol in a really, really, really dangerous East Pass. Yeah. And, and, and tidal currents. So, um, but in terms of the commercial activity, um, that I think there's a big portion of the public that's tired of seeing it every day when they come over the bridge. Um, it's public land. Uh, they don't pay rent. They're pretty, they're squatters. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'd like to see them gone. I don't think we'll ever completely see them gone. And, and the, one of the worst parts about it was uh, I used to go to Crab Island when I was, you know, a teenager and in, in my early 20s. And every time the peanut guy would come by, I'd get peanuts from him. Yeah, they're delicious. Was, yeah, they're awesome. And, and One cage and one regular. You're yeah, set. yeah. And so. so the peanut guy was at the meetings uh, and, and maybe one of the ice cream guys. 
and they were kind of a collateral damage to this whole ordinance and, and actually the way the county's implementing it I, I think they'll be able to continue doing business but it was never a problem when the peanut guys were going around you know that guy's as destined as anything here you were looking this town. for them yeah yeah, yeah 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 and uh but but once people created these floating barges and these floating bars and these you know two or three acre jungle gyms out there it's mm-hmm. yeah okay that's it that's that's enough yeah yeah so would you do you think it's safe to say that they're going to be gone i don't know um if it were up to the city yeah um, but it's not i think the county passed a good good ordinance it's a good start um but whether or not they come off those positions and yeah. and, and scale it back i don't know um it's hard to say because you have basically two people from Fort Walton and two people from Crestview and then Kelly Wines, who's done a great job from Destin on the county commission that are making these policies and the two guys in Crestview are really unaffected by this. Mm-hmm. Um, so where they go with it. Yeah. Well, you made a comment earlier that kind of alluded to the fact that maybe Destin hasn't had the, the best relationship with Okaloosa County. Sure. Um, is that accurate? It's kind of my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, does does some of that stem from uh, the problem is uh, with the sheriff's department? Uh, no, not really. I I think we we've got a good good sheriff's department. Uh, Charlie Nix is the captain. Charlie Nix uh, operates in Destin uh, for Larry Ashley, and, and I think he does a really good job. Um, we have a $13 million budget for the city of Destin. We pay the sheriff's office $2 million a year for additional services. Now that $2 million is important because, and this is where the division comes with Okaloosa County and the city of Destin, is we pay our peninsula. You know, So you include the unincorporated areas of Destin, Kelly Plantation, Emerald Bay. Uh, but our peninsula pays about 40% of all the property taxes uh, in Okaloosa County, which means this little peninsula funds 40% of the whole county's operation, which includes the sheriff's department. So we're already almost uh, paying for half of the sheriff's department for the county. So why is the city paying an additional $2 million? Mm -hmm. Are we getting half of the resources down here? No, we're not. We're definitely not. Um, And this goes to... um, there's this unequal distribution of money. For example, we've got a half-cent sales tax coming up. Uh, it'll be on the ballot in November. We supported it as an olive branch to the county. Um, and the issue with that is the city of Destin will collect the lion's share of this sales tax. Absolutely. I would say at least 40%. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will receive 7% of that. So our businesses, Harbor Docks, Camille's, La Paz Local Market, will collect $50,000 in additional sales tax. The city of Destin will keep less than 3500 of that. That's, you know, and, yeah. and that's where our frustration comes from. And when we need things from the county, they, um, they haven't always been that quick to act. Yeah. You know, to our requests, they're getting better. Um, and, and I think they recognize the frustration finally. And so you see the TDC is a little more receptive to our requests and our needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got an argument with the editor of the uh, Daily News about um, T- 
TDC money in and investing it in Destin, um, we collect 70% of the bed tax in Okaloosa County. And the argument I got in with the editor of the Daily News was uh, basically about funding the lifeguards, which is, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. But but we were, the, the Destin lifeguards are a part of the Destin Fire Control District, which is a separate government entity. Uh, they have their own tax rate. Um, they have their own commissioners. And we give the lifeguards an extra $100,000 a year. Uh, the city of Destin does. Um, the argument that we should give them more is, is, is difficult because, first of all, it's not, they're not our employees. And the TDC should be sub should be subsidizing the lifeguards because it's not the city of Destin's responsibility to um, fund that department when we're not the ones responsible for marketing and bringing these tourists in town in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but the TDC uh, has fifty five million dollars in the bank, fifty million in the bank. And when Parker was on your show the last time, he touched on our beach issues, uh, which one of the biggest issues is we have a lack of public beach access. And, you know, the, with the snap of their fingers, the TDC could begin helping solving that problem with $50 million. You could find a lot of public beach access for that kind of money. Um, and so we're trying to get them to act on that. We hope that they do because it is... Our, our, our beach problems are glaring. I've had two, 200, 300 uh, complaints um, from tourists and locals this summer about the state of our beaches. Whether How do you get those? Email, okay. uh, phone calls. They come find you? Yeah, emails, phone <laughs> calls, uh, people showing up at the restaurant. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a result of, you know, um, the ropes and the chains, the roping off of our beach, uh, a lack of beach in the first place, mm-hmm. public beach, um, the signs, you know, the, 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 the signs and the ropes are, are kind of a, um, it's a blemish on our community. It, it's, you know. Well, it, it's a hard thing too, because it's one of those things where you, you have to respect private property rights as well, but also there's got to be there's got to be some give and some take right sure and you know yeah and we have a lot of tourists who don't stay on the beach mm-hmm. they don't have deeded beach access with yep. their short-term rental or with their condo that's you know north of the beach so they come down here the tdc lures them down here and whatever marketing they do uh, and when you see photos of destin with all that millions of dollars the tdc spends every year you don't see pictures of no trespassing signs. You don't see uh, pictures of you know ropes and chains on the beaches. And uh, mm-hmm. but but that's the reality. Yeah, that's what it looks like. That's what it is. And um, so they're they're luring these people down here to visit our area, which I'm grateful. I'm in the tourist business. I need I need tourism dollars. But when they come down here, they feel a little duped because they they literally you know I have people come into the local market on a regular basis uh, saying that they, you know, how do I get to the beach? You know, it'll be 11, 11 a.m., noon, and um, 
Henderson Beach is already full. The mm-hmm. parking's already full. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, you can send them to Okaloosa Island. Um, but, but the fact that I can't answer that question well when, when a, a tourist comes here, we're a member of the, you know, a, a Destin resident, and they ask me, where can I go to the beach at noon in Ju- a random July day? And the fact that I can't answer that question is troublesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so something needs to be done. PDC yeah, I don't, I don't think about that just because I've got access because of relationships sure. with other yeah. people to so many beach spots. So if I want to go to the beach, I know What's where to your go. Code, dude? Yeah, sure. exactly. I get, I get hit up all the time. <laughs> yeah. they, they change the code, bro. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a bit of a bait and switch. We bring mm-hmm. them down here as the world's most beautiful beaches. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you can't access them. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. So that's, that's a big problem. Um, but I think you see uh, the, the TDCs kind of coming around mm-hmm. uh, on investing some money there. Yeah. And there's, you know. But uh, what else are they going to do, man? It's $50 million. Yeah, well, they're, you yeah. got to spend it, right? Well, yeah, like, the, their convention center on Oakland's Island loses $2 million a year. Um, what? Okay. I've, I've thought about that as well. Why? Is it because there's a cheerleading camp and a UFC fight there once a year? And, yeah, and that's really the extent of the use on that? Like, I remember they tried to bring in that uh, that country uh, star. What was the name? The Low Cash or some he shit? He's not a star. Well, they obviously. Brought they brought him in, but they paid him like... 60 a, fucking thousand dollars. Yeah, 60,000 bucks <laughs> yeah. for a two-hour show that yeah. was attended by less than 500 people. Yeah. That's, Which, that's, that's 500 people in that convention center is like... It's just some random dude. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, like yeah. five people but, out of the But there, oh, there was yeah, another guy there. that opened up that they paid him 15 grand. And if you haven't heard of Low Cash, I can assure you, you hadn't heard of this other guy. Um, <laughs> so they did that. Because uh, that was the TDC that did that, right? Yeah. That was a TDC event. Yeah. Like, and they're putting it on. They were. And, yeah. and so we have this disparity of, of the money Destin puts into the system to the county. And, and the money that comes back into our community mm-hmm. from the county. And and that was reaching a fever pitch a couple of years ago at City Hall. And one day I was, it, this was right after the country music concert and they had lost all that money. And I was driving by the Okaloosa County Convention Center and it said, um, midget mud wrestling this weekend. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? In a government, in a public building, you know, well, that was obviously that loses two million dollars a year. Yeah. We're subsidizing midget wrestling for. <laughs> and, and it, that, uh, Do you know how much they got paid? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. if it's not sixty k, we need to. That's yeah, uh, right. That's discrimination. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, and so, I put it on the agenda for the next week uh, at City Hall, and. Uh, <laughs> And it was something else. The TDC wanted fund extra spring break protection, like so. It's the property taxpayers' a decent job to, you know, make sure that we have extra sheriffs to, or extra police officers to bus kids for drinking underage. Um, it's really a TDC responsibility. They need to cover the public safety costs of our tourists. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that was a problem, and that was about two hundred thousand dollars, and and we finally settled that, and the county did pay for that. So I put the midget wrestling on the agenda because it just really pissed me off. It, it, it was a perfect visual, uh, and I threw it up on the screen, the promotion poster for it, and it was a perfect visual of how ridiculous uh, 
the TDC can be with their money. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I threw it up there, and then another council member, the the discussion got out of hand, and so another council member um, decided to uh, try to see if we could secede from Okaloosa County and join Walton County <laughs> and remember. be annexed by Walton County. And so the, the, the wheels completely came off. And wasn't this around the same time also that they were trying to threaten to close down the bars at like midnight or something like that yeah. isn't this all around that same time frame because wasn't yeah, that related was to that not really no. I, well i thought that i i could be way off here but the impression that i got from that meeting was that didn't the sheriff department want more money um because they were getting more calls that that was i think that happened before i served actually uh <laughs> you saw that. I saw it. Uh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. no yeah, I'm sorry. That was random. Yeah. No, um, no, that was uh, that that the when they tried to close the bars earlier, that was right before I got on council. Okay. But anyway, so two separate things. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, one of the council members suggests we leave Okaloosa County, and I was so I was pissed off, um, and so. It's like sure, why not? And so then I spent, <laughs> spent like the next six months like backtracking, like oh, maybe, maybe I'm kind of sorry, but it's still ridiculous how how you spend your money on the TDC. Um, you know, there there's so many more ways to better develop. You know, the tourist tourist development council. There's so many better ways to develop tourism than uh, you know than marketing. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just made Destin a nicer place to live, visit, whatever, worked on our infrastructure, worked on our sidewalks that we talked about, um, uh, purchasing more public beach access. If you made it a nicer place to visit, you know, that would be enough marketing in itself. You Mm -hmm. don't, you don't have to try to bait and switch people by pretending like this is some peaceful, tranquil, you know, um, pristine vacation you're going to have because it's not. Because you're going to get down here. You're going to spend your time in traffic. It's yeah. hot as hell. The restaurants are busy. You know, um, and, and your beaches are, are, they look like a war zone. You know, you can't, you can't walk down the beach anymore because the ropes and the chains and the signs and the beach vendors and, and in their defense, they have to deal with, you know, they can be belligerent. I'm sure the public can be belligerent to them. Um, and, and so if you could solve some of those problems, Dustin would be a much better place to visit mm-hmm. and that would do more than any billboard or magazine advertisement or television commercial could ever do for the area well yeah and and then again and you're, the you're putting real money into fixing issues yeah. here in the city yeah and they rather than just trying to get more people here yeah and they are bound by certain state statutes on how they can spend that money so much of it has to be on marketing but just take a look at what walton county is doing they are aggressively purchasing new beach accesses with their uh, TDC dollars. Um, and so the common refrain in Okaloosa County is, oh, we can't do that. You know, we have to spend it on marketing. Well, they're just wrong. Just look at our neighbor, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and. How much money do they spend on marketing? Tell, I don't know. Um, do you know what the budget is on that? Upwards. It has of, to be several million. Yeah, 10, 20 million. They have a larger budget than the city of Destin annually. Yeah. Just to market tourists, they they have no infrastructure projects, no parks to maintain. Um, 
you know, we, <laughs> that, that's pretty crazy when you think about it. Yeah. That, that, that What'd you say that the city's budget is? 13 million. That's a, I mean, that sounds like a lot of money, but it's when, not. yeah, when, it's you're, not. The when city you're looking of, at the things, all the things that you have to do with that money, it's impossible. Yeah, this, the city of Destin has the lowest property taxes in the state of Florida. Not quite, but we're definitely in the, the bottom 1%. Of, of the lowest property taxes in the state of Florida, which is what funds municipalities. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a little sales tax money. Um, you get some impact fees, but the bulk of our budget and all budgets in all cities in Florida is property taxes, and our property taxes are the lowest. Yeah. And so that that's a big problem in terms of funding these projects. We simply don't have the money. How do we renegotiate that with the uh, county if we're bringing in 70% of the of the funds or, or 40% of the sales tax, 70% of the beds and heads, whatever heads and sure. beds tax. I don't want to misspeak on any of that. I don't yeah. want to get yeah, my yeah. facts wrong, but if we're bringing in such a, a large chunk of this stuff, why can't Destin catch a bigger chunk? Because we, we have 13,000 people live here. Um, and so we don't have, uh, enough votes to, to, to hold the County commissioners mm-hmm. accountable. Yeah. You know, because if you were living in the north side of the county, which is where most of the people live, you know, yeah, there's 40,000 people. You want to take Destin's money and, yeah. and make your yeah. area better. Um, so I don't blame them. Have uh, you seen Wild Wild Country uh, on Netflix? No. With uh, what was what was the name? It was that about that group out in Oregon. Oh, the Krishna. The, uh, the, yeah. Uh, the, yeah. And they brought in they wanted to take over the politics of the area. So they brought in a bunch of homeless people and housed them and had them all get uh, Oregon like yeah. Oregon state residency. Right. And they took it over. That's uh, maybe that's the solution for Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> Just get um, these people to come in here and get the numbers. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, no, it's um, we need we need a champion on the county level to uh, to really bring light to these issues like a commissioner yeah and and i and i think kelly lines has done a fine job Mm -hmm. um i think he has but the problem persists yeah and and i don't think i hear you know um you know i know the county commissioner's jobs and you know school board representatives jobs is to put on their county hat and do what's best for all the county but Mm -hmm. i would like to see more acknowledgement in terms of the disparity of, of, of tax dollars put into the system and tax dollars coming out of the system and back into the community. Yeah. I would like that issue to be raised a little more on the county level. Um, and, and I think it would take Destin's representative to do that. So, well, yeah, because you're only getting the tax dollars for 13,000 people, but you're also, you're having to maintain 80 to 90 to a hundred thousand people during the peak season, right? Yeah, sure. Probably more than that. Yeah. Honestly. Um, so yeah, it's a shoestring budget. Um, we do the best we can, uh, but we fall short. And mm-hmm. I think you can see it from our lack of public beach access, our lack of decent infrastructure. Um, it's, you know, another issue, uh, you know, is, is, is the fact that Destin doesn't have a high school. Um, yet we pay 40% of that valorum tax to the school board. Uh, we have the largest elementary school in Okaloosa County, and we don't even have fifth grade. And so people's argument that, oh, Destin isn't big enough for a high school, it's it's 
You said you don't have fifth grade. At, at, at Destin Elementary School. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, fifth grade goes to Destin Middle School. What? When did that yeah, happen? Uh, Destin Elementary School is too big. So they had to shift the fifth graders to the middle school. So you have four years elementary, then four years at middle school. Mm-hmm. So you're throwing in five fi- years. So you're throwing in fifth, fifth grade. grade. Yeah, of course. You can, yeah, with K. So you're throwing in fifth graders with eighth graders. Mm-hmm. Yep, and and so our That's elementary kind of school, yeah, yeah, and our elementary school is the largest. It's mm-hmm. one of the oldest in the county. Um, there, my my kid, who's two, uh, she will go to school in the same portable trailers that I went to school in. At the time, they were temporary classroom housing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not temporary anymore. We've had them for twenty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, yet we pay forty percent all the taxes. In Okaloosa County, yet the Okaloosa County School Board, we don't see a return of that money we put in the system, and um, and and that it enrages me. Yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah. Well, it's you brought it up last time, so that's unfair. obviously an issue that's important to you. How do we yeah. resolve that, man? Where you? Uh, well, here's the, here's the problem. Um, so, and we had a discussion about this the other day on the phone, but. One of my first meetings at City Hall was over um, prayer, mm-hmm. uh, the invocation. And Kyron Marler uh, used to get, he's a council member, and he used to give the invocation before uh, every council meeting started. The Supreme Court made a ruling that uh, no member of the board can give the invocation because it's seen as an official you know, stance in religion mm-hmm. or whatever. And so the loophole that uh, some people had found was that you can open up the invocation to any member of the public. You know, you have to, any member member of clergy, regardless of uh, religion, whatever. And that's where you saw the guy from Pensacola, mm-hmm. from the, the Satanist, yeah. that gave the, the, the blessing. And that's, that's why he, uh, he was able to do it. So we changed that, but it created this huge uproar, and there were... There were as many people in the council chambers over us removing prayer from the agenda than I've ever seen in two and a half years. Uh, 250, 300 people. And they were pissed. Um, I mean, we had a guy, you know, uh, yelled at, you're all a bunch of assholes. And I got in the microphone and said, "I I don't think that was real Christian, but. Input, you know? You're going to hell. Yeah. Right. And uh, I'll pray for you, just not from up here, you know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so so that was a big issue, and and the public really turned out numbers. And and I mentioned at that meeting, I said, you know, um, you know, I, I will support this um, ordinance that will allow any member of the public to give an invocation. And so I decided to support that, and that's what the public wanted us to do. And I said, but I would just like to say, here in a couple of weeks, we're going to discuss the fact that Dustin doesn't have a high school, yet we pay 40% of all the taxes for the county. We're glo- grossly underrepresented in the tax dollars we pay into the system. And I hope all of you will share the same outrage you feel tonight over that, because it's a travesty that, that, that my kid doesn't have... Um, isn't going she's going to have to go to school in these trailers that mm-hmm. she's not going to have a high school in her community and um, I got a mixed response from that comment but 
so sure enough, four weeks later, we're discussing Odessa High School, and we had four people show up mm-hmm. to discuss the issue. So how do you um, how do you fix that to where you it's get people really fired up about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's but it's far more important, and it affects our our lives and our community. Yeah, far greater than, than the indication. Man, if there's um, some way that you can trick people into thinking that it's a right versus left issue, you got your gold, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Create uh, some sort of sensationalism around it. And, no, uh, I, w- I would just like know. people to be genuinely pissed off. Yeah. about the distribution of their tax dollars. Yeah, and they're not, and uh, you know, so it's frustrating, mm-hmm. and it's taxing because sometimes you feel, you know, like you're the town crier. You know, yeah. Because you, you're you're at these city council meetings and and you address these issues and you just really don't have the public support. You know they might support you, but you know they don't care enough to show up. Where so. are you on that right now? You said that you started that when you first were on, you what know when you first became on the board. Um, where where are you on the high school now? Is there any new developments on that? Is that just kind of dead right now or? Um, are there other issues no, that are more pressing that you're having to work on? No, so it's a school board issue. So, again, we can only facilitate putting public pressure on the school board mm-hmm. to um, build a Destin High School. And and it worked to a degree. We had a, a half-cent sales tax was put on the ballot for the Okaloosa County School District. And one of the projects is the superintendent of schools had preliminarily agreed to was a Destin High School, funding it with that money, which makes sense because Destin's paying most of that sales tax anyways. Um, and so she, about a month after that announcement, uh, she, the big investigation came out about the autistic kid that was abused mm-hmm. um, and how she was had a role in that. And so the popularity of the school board that was never too high in the first place absolutely plummeted and so the school board decided to remove that issue off the ballot because they didn't think it would succeed and they're probably right because there's little public trust in the school board right now so they want to build it back up before um before they try the sales tax again and you said that's that's gonna that's coming no that's a separate sales tax okay the county things. commissioner county commission has one and the Okaloosa county yeah. school board has one it's like the Destin fire department we're all separate governmental entities with our own taxing district our own our own tax base mm-hmm. um so that's where we are um they will get the sales tax on the ballot at some point um when they do whether or not Destin high school is uh on that project list is yet to be seen um but if it's not i'll fight like hell to kill it Mm -hmm. uh you're what almost three years into a four-year term is that right two and a half two and a half unfortunately so two two thirds i'm assuming you're gonna have to make a decision pretty soon on whether or not you're gonna continue to do this sure what are are your thoughts right now man i'm not asking Uh, for you to make like an official announcement on the podcast but Uh, is this something that you want to keep doing uh has it I have... What's your take? I, I have two businesses, two restaurants. Um, I run a charity here in town. Uh, we feed homeless people twice a week at the Episcopal Church. Um, that takes up a good bit of my time. I've got a two-year-old daughter. i got another kid on the way in April. Oh, congratulations. So, thank you. Um, That's a new development, yeah, obviously, yeah. if it's April. Yep. Uh, that's a <laughs> podcast exclusive. <laughs> uh, 
Yes. You've heard it here so, first, people. Yeah, so when I uh, was running for city council the first time, we were at our public forum, and there were 10 candidates, 11 candidates, and it was super divisive, and it was this pro-development, anti-development, and the schism really hit, and the divide was obvious. And I'd taken some money from a guy who was generally seen as anti-development. And um, he was a good customer of mine at La Paz. And uh, so, anyways, um, I got a question about it. And it was a, the newspaper had ran all, all kinds of articles about it. It made, I, I didn't look good from taking that money. And anyway, so I answered the question. And the very next time I got the microphone was our closing statements. And I was trying to convince the people that, hey, look, I'm a local. I've got my businesses here. I've got my home here. You know, and I said something along the lines of like, I'm trying to start a family here. Or people gave me some really weird looks. It came off super awkward. And I was like, fuck it, my wife's pregnant. I'm <laughs> and, and so the crowd kind of exploded, you know, and, and gave me this standing ovation. And we had only known for like two or three weeks. Yeah. But I was kind of backed off, backed in a corner. And there's some part of me, I don't know why I said it, but I said it. And everybody's standing up clapping, and my wife's just sitting there just looking at me like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and, and so, wow, wow. This isn't about what we talked about. Yeah, and so I just sat, I just sat down, and uh, I just sat down, and, and they're finishing up. Everybody's wrapping up their statements, and I look at my phone, and she goes, hey, motherfucker, can I tell my mom now? <laughs> <laughs> Did she get it on video? Uh, yeah, it's on video for sure somewhere, yeah. but it, it pretty much saved the forum for me. And I credit that to me getting elected. To your election. <laughs> um, pretty good spin. But so I've got another kid on the way in April. Um, the job is not paid, uh, and it takes up a lot of my time. Mm-hmm. Um, at the restaurants, uh, not a day goes by that somebody doesn't want to talk to me about it. And I'm their representative, and so I am. I have an obligation to Absolutely. sit down and hear them and, and let them redress their grievances. But uh, I don't know. I think it depends. It, it is a taxing job. I've lost friends. I've gone through this smear campaign from Gulf Power, you know, and it's just I'm doing what I think is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to let, um, you know, I'm not going to let anything stop me from, from doing what I think is right. Uh, so that's been taxing, um, and this community is super divided, and and we saw that in the last election. Absolutely. Uh, and so, you know, and, and another aspect to it is hurt business. I know for a fact I've lost dozens of customers that won't eat with me anymore because they disagree with my city politics, and it sucks. And so, um, you know, I, I you sacrifice a lot for this job, um, but I, I think it depends and. and I've, every now and then I have to, I talk to my wife about like how frustrated I am with it. Um, and she kind of talks me out of it. You know, she talks, I get really disenchanted with it and really frustrated with the job sometimes. Cause mm-hmm. we had a five hour meeting last night that could have been two or three hours. Um, and so it takes up a lot of time and I, I think we'll see, uh, I would say I probably won't be running, mm-hmm. uh, if we exercise our purchase option with Gulf Power, 
I think I would have to really consider it because it's like if I just open this can of worms, I probably should stay on the board and see it through. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's probably to, probably you'll know for sure probably in the next month or two whether or not you're gonna. Yeah, and, and well, not, not really because I think if we can recruit some good people to run, you know, um, I would like some young people to run, uh, but whoever, just as long as they have a good head on their shoulders and they aren't uh, in the pockets of the developers. Um, if we had a good field of candidates, I mm-hmm. think I would be super comfortable not running. Well, that's where I'm at too, man, because like having yourself and, and Parker out there, I feel like sure. there's someone that actually, th- that represents me. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, because aside from YouTube and I, I we, we had a little joke on here because we didn't believe your age. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I believe you wanted to see my birth certificate. Yeah, which, we're, which we're I birthers. Guess, which I don't, I don't have a birth certificate, but I have a driver's license, you yeah. asshole. Um, uh, yeah, no shit. Yeah. July 31, uh, 1987. What class were you? 05 in high school. Okay, shit. I don't know how we missed each other in high school, man. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Yeah, because I was was one grade uh, below you, but we're we're the same age. Yeah. Uh, Uh, 31, I feel like. (laughs) Between the restaurant business, the city job, a two-year-old kid, I feel like I'm 45. (laughs) And I've got my my hair is graying at a a pretty rapid rate. So Mm -hmm. my mother says it'll make me look dignified. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Clooney, bro. Um but uh but going back to what i was saying I, I feel like i feel like i have someone in there that's that's kind of you know it's taking care of things for people True. like shane and i uh you know aside from yourself and parker there's at least 20 years between you yourself and every other city council person is there that is. accurate yeah that's a big deal mm-hmm. so you know man i don't want you to quit but i totally understand no yeah and, 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 and i wouldn't I, i'm i'm aggressively looking for people to run because mm-hmm. uh, i would hate to see uh, and when we can talk about this if I come back on the show, because uh, it's not a pressing issue, but there are some long-term goals of mm-hmm. the timeshare developers in Destin and, yeah. and what they want to do to our city. And if we can hold out for another four years, another eight years, and kind of fend them off, because we've fended them off for the past four years. Well, it'll be four years because we've had the council for that for that long. Then I, I think they might go away. And, yeah. And um, so. I will see who files to run, yeah. and if I'm really not comfortable with it, I may throw my hat in there. But at the same time, I mean, at some time I have to focus on my family and my Absolutely. business. And I could have spent I – don't, I don't, I'm in the restaurant business. You know how much yeah. we work, Shane. And so I would much rather uh, – yeah, I don't see my kid enough. Mm-hmm. And so on a Wednesday night from 5 to 8, I could be with the kid, but instead I'm debating with, you know – half of them are neanderthals <laughs> not the council but it's you know so it's frustrating but um i would also have to put myself through that smear campaign yeah that rodney and Preble went through um not that i have any real dirt on me but mm-hmm. you know i did grow up in the digital age so i'm sure there's some <laughs> photos out there that they could throw up on the screen like from me in college saying this guy wants to represent you and yeah the general public would be like, yeah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. 
Man, I, th- I don't, man, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if I should mention any names, but I, I got a few people that I think would be able to yeah, do a we good should job talk out there for too. Sure, and and we could work with uh, them one particular who's been a guest on here that I think would be great at yeah, it. Yeah, so. and, and 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 you know, if good people in Destin, and we don't even have to agree, but if you just have a, you know, if you're just gonna vote your conscience, um, we just need people to pick it up four years at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying if I don't run next term, I'm not saying I never do it again. But I, I do feel like I need a break from it because I work a lot. Absolutely. And, and, and then to what time I'm not working, if I'm spending it on city business, it's like there's no time left for family. Yeah. And um, you know, and th- and that's tricky. I'm, I'm, I'm. So we'll see. Cool. Right on, man. Well, I know your time is valuable, dude. We've been going about an hour, so I appreciate you coming in here. Do you have yeah, any other things? You. Any um, other things for for us? No, I don't. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, man. Thank you. Um, everyone, if you have any other additional questions, I know I gave you the opportunity only about an hour beforehand to ask some questions, but if you have any other questions, you can get them to us, wimty, W-I-M-T-Y, dot podcast at gmail.com. We'll get those to Chatham and, uh, you know, in, in time, try to get you some answers on some of those as well. Thank you for listening, and uh, take care. Later, buddy.